0: Thank you for joining us for this episode of Simple Civics, Greenville County. We want you to get to know some of the people who represent us in local government. So today you will hear from G.P. McClear, mayor of Fountain Inn. In fact, he's the youngest mayor in Fountain Inn's history. But G.P. isn't just an elected official. He is also part of our nonprofit sector, serving as executive director of the South Carolina Arts Alliance. What I love about GP's comments is you'll hear he has such a love for his community and that's what drives his public service. You'll also hear from him about the importance of intergovernmental relationships since Fountain Inn straddles the Greenville County, Lawrence County line. And you'll hear what motivated him to run for office. Since we are talking about the lovely City of Fountain Inn, you should know that this week on December 9th is the kickoff of Christmas in our town, as in Fountain Inn, I-N-N, get it? This treasured annual event features carriage rides, visits with Santa Claus, and more. Check out the City of Fountain Inn's website for more information and to get your tickets. Last GP's interview is conducted by another nonprofit and elected leader, Derek Lewis, who's the executive director of Greenville First Steps and a Greenville County Schools trustee and he's a member of the Nonprofit Alliance Advocacy Committee which he chairs. You'll hear from him in a future episode. Big thanks to Derek and GP for their service and for talking with us today.
1: Derek Lewis, and I'm excited to be here with GP McClear. GP is the executive director of the South Carolina Arts Alliance, Correct. but is also the mayor of Fountain Inn. That is true. So, talk to me a little bit about having an experience in nonprofit work and advocacy work, and then you ran for mayor. Like, what? Yeah,
2: I I started actually at the Malden Cultural Center. I worked for the city of Malden for six years uh, and created their Office of Cultural Affairs and ran their art art center, which meant I, since the city owned the property, I had to be at city council meetings. So I didn't miss a city council meeting for only four times in six years and uh, fell in love with it. I bought my first house in that process in the city of Fountain Inn and started going to their council meetings too. And I just loved local policy and local politics and uh, then- the Arts Alliance. When I got this gig, I started working at the state level, and so this whole policy world I just got really passionate about, and saw an opportunity to try to serve my community and make it better, and uh, was able to do that. So that's
1: that's the short version. Now I lived in Fountain Inn a little bit before you became mayor, so I didn't leave because you became mayor. But <laughs> tell us a little bit about kind of what what is interesting to you about the city of Fountain Inn because it is so different from the city of Greenville or even travel. It's Trust. better.
2: Um, we have. Uh, we're rooted in small town charm. Uh, during Christmas time, uh, people call us Hallmark, the Hallmark Channel City. Uh, we've got carriage rides. We've got, you know, all the shops are open. We've got hot chocolate next to the horses. We've got Santa and all this stuff. Um, Fountain Inn is rooted in small town charm, and it's something that we haven't lost even as we've grown. And it's a priority of ours to maintain. And so we make every effort we can so that uh, regardless of um, of, you know, Of how how the how the rest of Greenville County is growing, the Fountain Inn retains our uh, our our small town charm, and you know you're gonna you're gonna get to know your neighbor, you're gonna uh, become a regular. At a restaurant in just three visits—that's sort of our, my marker of how small is your town. How quick does it take to you become a regular? Uh, and uh, so that—that's what I think sets us apart. Um, we're the closest to the farms when it comes to farm to table. Um, we've got uh, a lot of a, a quaint little historic downtown. Um, I mean, you name it, we've got it. I could sit here and talk about Fountain End forever, but this—, this uh, but that's—it's—it's it's great.
1: We love it. Fountain Inn had a new high school. We do. Which is pretty exciting. Uh, that is
2: the first new high school in over 50 years in Greenville County in terms of, of school lines, like a new school zone for this uh, for this high school. And uh, it's going to have 1,000 kids up to 2,000. They're probably going to have to start building that tomorrow uh, for the expansion. <laughs> uh, and it's uh, it has really, I think, kind of. It's added a whole other element to community pride. Uh, Hillcrest High School has been great for Fountain. It has been our high school as well as Simpsonville's for, uh, almost 60 years now. And it has really, uh, it has been that, that education anchor. But there's something about having a high school right in your, the heart of your city, bearing your city's name, uh, with a new, with a new, um, mascot with, uh, these ninth grade students right now. And so, uh, that I think has really kind of supercharged the community pride. And, uh, you know, we just finished a football season, you know, we were there most games and, um, we've already done a couple career things at the school itself. Uh, and so we've told the principal, principal Tiller that we're going to adopt this school like, uh, Towns used to back in the day. Hmm. I mean, this is we're a college town before a high school now. I mean, we've got banners on our street that say Fountain and Fury. We've got a local t-shirt shop selling t-shirts. We've got earrings at different stores. Like, I mean we it's we have a we have really embraced that school. So I mean, I could talk about our high school for a long time as well.
1: So when you think about Fountain Inn, what's the thing that surprises you the most now that you've kind of stepped into public service in this community? Uh,
2: the, the job is, uh, it is rewarding. It is also very challenging. Um, but even the challenge uh, challenges themselves, I think are really interesting and, and well worth the time. The things that have, uh, I guess, I guess nothing really has shocked me. Uh, there has been a lot more emphasis on certain things at certain times during COVID. I got a lot of calls about trash pickup and yard debris pickup. Uh, our yards never looked better mm-hmm. um, <laughs> during COVID, uh, but that caused uh, delays on our end. Um, so I got a lot of calls about that. I've learned a lot about how the various uh, – you know, jurisdictions interact with each other, whether it's the sheriff's office in Lawrence County or Greenville County in our police department or it's uh, the school district or it's DOT or it's, uh, you know, an HOA in a neighborhood. Um, those how do you manage those relationships well and those jurisdictions? Uh, that has been, I think, um, one of the more uh, interesting um, challenges and, and opportunities. I think some cities treat those challenges as adversarial And that's a choice, I think, that they make, and we've tried not to do that. We've tried to be a lot more involved, for instance, and 30% of our population lives in Lawrence County, including myself. We're trying to be more involved on Lawrence County side Mm -hmm. uh, because we have great relationships already at Greenville County. So we're we're trying to maintain those, and so I think um, that has been an
1: interesting tidbit that I've really enjoyed working through. So when you think about Fountain Inn next five to ten years, I mean, what's the kind of one thing that you see – on the horizon that's going to be most impactful? Well, I'm hoping that the changes we're making now to our
2: zoning laws will really impact the next five to 10 years of fountain. And that has been sort of my laser focus. We're one of the fastest growing cities in the definitely in the County and also the state. We're in the fastest growing part of two counties, Southern Greenville County and Northern Lawrence County. And, uh, you know, People move to Fountain Inn for a reason. They don't want that small town charm, and we don't want to grow out of ourselves. And so we're implementing some zoning changes now. We're going to go through a really major review over the next 12 months, we think. Um, that will uh, reshape the laws that govern what happens in town as as farmlands change hands and families let go of large parcels of property. Um, how do, how do we um, balance those property rights with the vision of the community? My hope is that over the next five years, the changes that we're making out of the zoning laws, you'll have you'll see the intentionality. You'll see us put it. You'll see us the, the the hard dedication and work, hard work that we've put in now will pay off. You'll still see a really quaint downtown. You'll see a, a robust diversity in commercial offerings. You'll see really qual- high quality neighborhoods that you can walk to and from inside those neighborhoods, but also connect you to the rest of the city. You'll see great parks. You'll see a vibrant arts scene, uh, and you'll see you know high quality police fire and all the services that you want. I, th- I think you we're gonna hopefully um, uh, grow in a way that retains what makes found that makes has made fountain great and will keep fountain great.
1: Thanks for being with us today. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate all you're doing for the nonprofit community and as a public servant. Well, thank you, Derek, for having me today. And
2: thanks to NPA and GPP.
0: Thanks for listening to Simple Civics Greenville County, a partnership with the Nonprofit Alliance and the Greenville Partnership for Philanthropy. To learn more, go to simplecivicsgreenvillecounty.org.